weekend events are usually pretty maddening in terms of you know all you know huge you're gonna get huge crowds you know like you know the gladiators poker is gonna be it's a small spying event live event in wsp history which is at 300 dollars, which is pretty much affordable to anyone who's playing poker even on a casual level just to head to vegas play a 300 hour event hopefully get lucky and you know pull off a big score Welcome to episode five of All In with Colin. I am your host, Colin Capone. Thank you for being here. First off, I want to apologize for the delay between episodes. We had the flu hit my house pretty hard the last few weeks. It wasn't fun, but we are finally all over it, so I'm back. I got a great episode for you today. I'm going to talk with the one and only Kevin Mathers. That's Kev Math on Twitter. And he's going to give some great tips to people who are planning to attend the World Series of Poker this year. He's going to talk about what you should do when you get there to make sure you're prepared and not waiting in line for hours. He's going to also mention how they want this year to be the biggest main event ever and what they are doing to make that happen. But first, I want to give a few shout outs to people who've recently found success. Congrats to Kels10. They won a free roll to get a $150 GG Masters Overlay Edition ticket and then cashed in the GG Masters for $1,500. Well done. Big congrats to Mai Tai 2010 this guy turned a $30 satellite into a $320 GG Masters ticket and then made the final table. I see Mai Tai around a lot. He's always supporting streamers and players, YouTubers, everybody on Twitter. So really good guy. I heard he was deep. And so I went live on Twitch late on a Sunday night and we railed the final table. And while it was stacked with a whole bunch of crushers that had millions in scores, he held his own and he took fourth for a new high score of 13,000. I want to thank me. <laughs> I want to thank me for believing in me. All right, that was Snoop Dogg thanking himself. So I thought I'd bring this up. Last weekend, I went to play a local tournament and got over 100 entries. It was just an $80 buy-in. But I made the final table, and guess who was there with me? Glenn Cragen. That's right, Frosty Nug Farm, who was recently on my podcast discussing his dream PSPC run. Well, I was hoping we'd get heads up, but he got cooler and took fifth, and I ended up in second. But overall, it was pretty fun and very cool to play with him. And finally, since we're going to be talking to Kev Math about the WSOP shortly, I wanted to give a big shout out to Stuicide. He won a package for the WSOP $1,500 Millionaire Maker on Play Now. So he's going to be heading to Vegas and gets to play that tournament. So good luck, Stu. We'll be rooting you on. And if you win, you better come on this podcast. All right. I'm very excited to welcome my next guest to the show. He is the go-to person with all questions related to poker, one of the most well-known people in the poker community. He is the information manager at Media Rec Sports and Entertainment, which includes the GPI and Hendon Mob. And he even takes over the WSOP Twitter account all summer. I am very excited to welcome Kevin Mathers to the show. Kev, welcome to All In with Colin. How are you? Thank you, Colin. I'm honored to be uh, on your show. All right. Yeah, I appreciate you being here. So first off, I just want to see, yeah, how, how are you doing? What are you up to these days? Yeah, so yeah, just doing my work with the Hen Mom, you know, counting down the days to the uh, WSP, where I believe today is 70 days away. And uh, I'm looking forward to being, you know, like you mentioned, running the WSP Twitter account. This will be my seventh year of doing that. So it's uh, time is flying by. Seven years. Wow. Yeah, that is that is flying by. So what other things do you do for, at the WSP? Like when, what's your kind of your routine there when you do that for the summer? 
Well, ba- I mean, basically, you know, I do, um, you know, like I said, you know, basically answer and answer a lot of questions on the WSP account. Also tweet about, a lot about, you know, the uh, schedule, structure sheets, information that uh, Jack Effel and the rest of the staff want people to know so that people, you know, at least, at least can be um, up to date on what's going on. And, uh, you know, I, I do, I do, you know, it's, it's, I do a lot of customer service type of stuff. You know, on the ground, as it were, you know, between, you know, when I was at the, um, when the Douglas was at the Rio and, you know, last year and this year where it's at Bowie's and Horseshoe. So last year I was definitely walking a lot between the two properties, you know, just trying to not exactly troubleshoot, but just try to, you know, basically just be um, live support in a sense. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I do see a lot of questions flying your way on Twitter and you must get just bombarded with it, but it seems like you're, you're always quick to hop on and reply. So that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of, you know, it's sort of how I got my reputation, you know, on, Twitter, on you know, it was what I did on Twitter sort of got me the job in the first place, uh, you know, back in 2016. So it's, you know, it's something, it's, it's, you know, I'm not the greatest poker player, but, you know, I, I'm sort of good at one thing and I do that one thing very well and it's helped me out immensely. I think one year, didn't you even uh, do the opening announcement? Didn't you kick off the main event? Uh, yeah, I did. I did do. I've, I've done the shuffle up and deal a couple of times uh, at the during the main event. Um, it was a day. It was a day two. It was a day two B. I got. Or it was a. It was one of the day twos, and I was actually. That was actually the first year I actually had made day two. I I played the main event three times. Humble brag. Uh, <laughs> and first time I had actually made day two of the main event. So I was. I was in. I was in um, the Brasilia room. But my table was in the pavilion, so I had to like do the shuffle up and deal. And I had to s- and scoot, and so that you know, I, I missed it firsthand, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, no, it was I was it was very flattering to just like be in front of you know all these people at the you know waiting for the main event to resume, and I'm just like I'm the one that's gonna like kick it off. And that was a that was a very cool moment. So, what, were you nervous? Was it pretty kind kind of nervous while all those people staring at you? Oh, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not the best public speaker at the at the best of times, but um, and you know, just you know, just being up on that stage, you know, I mean, people who who've, who've known me for a while, you know, it took me it took me a while to actually like be out in public and you know do interviews and and talk to people. So you know, doing that was kind of like, um, if you asked me like, let's see, that was 2015, if, like five years ago, I wouldn't have been doing that. So it's. It, it it was a process to get me to that point, and uh, you know it's. And I still struggle with it at times. I'm not the most like, like I said. I'm not the most um, outgoing person at times, but you know I, I try my best to battle through that and uh, and uh, do my part to assist the uh, poker community. Yeah, and I think people appreciate that. It's good to get out of your comfort zone and comfort zone. And I, I appreciate you being here today doing this. So, like I said, this episode is going to be very WSOP heavy. And when the schedule came out recently. I like personally was looking at it, trying to figure out like what's a good event that weekend warriors like myself who work full time can come down on maybe like a Friday and, you know, play for the weekend because and then leave on a Sunday or a Monday, have it all wrapped up. Because when I look at the schedule, it's kind of overwhelming. Like you'll see day one, day one, day one, day one. And it's like if you play a day one and then you have to sit, stick around for six days or something for a day two, like do you have any suggestions on any events that? weekend warriors could just you know hop in and play a kind of a, one of the you know lower buy-ins or whatnot and uh be out of there in time yeah i mean it's you know something that sort of um you know i was thinking about you know and the, you know the, the weekends are sort of perfect for that for that person who just wants to play a, a weekend event and uh you know stuff that i see you know like you know i mean we can start with the first 
the first big week, um, opening event, which is that which is the Mystery Millions, which does have the multiple flights. But you know, you could you could hop in on a Saturday, um, or Friday. You know, you can come in on Saturday and play. You know, the final flight, which is uh, flight one D. And then you know, if you make it, if you make it through day one, then you're you're playing Sunday on day two, which is where where the mystery bounty starts. So you know, you could be you could get be fortunate enough to knock out a player and then pull an envelope. And you could win a million dollars, which is which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's insane. But, you know, there's you know, there's also a bunch of other. Uh, there should be so much of big uh, bounties again this uh, this year. You know, at least you know like a quarter million, hundred thousand, fifty thousand. Um, you know, it's sort of like you know, then you know, if you look further, you know, you have you know the week after that, which is the uh, Gladiators Poker, which is which is one of those events that's going to be you know, there's it's going to be uh, weekend events are usually pretty maddening in terms of you know. All you know, the huge you're gonna get huge crowds. You know, like you know, the Gladiators Poker's gonna be this, it's a smallest buying event, live event in WSP history, which is at three hundred dollars, which is pretty much affordable to anyone who's playing poker, even on a casual level, just to head to Vegas, play a three hundred dollar event, hopefully get lucky and you know pull off a big score. Yeah, that's the dream. That so the three hundred dollar Gladiator and the other one was what the mystery boundary. Do you know was a fifteen hundred or? Uh, that's one. That's a thousand dollars. That's the uh, mystery millions. Is the official title of that okay. event. That's that start. That starts on Wednesday, um, May thirty first. But there's flights daily through that Saturday. So you can just show. You know, come in Friday night, uh, register, and you know, get get uh, you know, play on Saturday, and then you know, hopefully, if you have, like I said, if you advance, you play again on Sunday. So does it wrap up on Sunday? Do you know? Uh, no, I think that's going to wrap up. I think that's going to wrap up tuesday but that'll be the final table i mean most of the field should be gone on sunday because it's basically you play you play the opening flight you play down to the money because all the bounties start on day two okay but you know there's yeah there's a lot of event you know it's um i mean a lot of the weekend events it's going to be like you're you're sort of playing you know you're playing friday or saturday and you're going to make day two on sunday and you know like i said most of the people is going to be gone on sunday so you you can or you know, if you're fortunate enough to uh, make it through Sunday, then you're gonna have a big, gonna have a big payday. Yeah, you're gonna have a big payday, and you can afford to get off, get off work for that day, and reschedule your flight. I guess. Yes, definitely, and uh, you know, and hopefully, hopefully, your boss will approve of that decision. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was gonna get to some community questions later, but because you brought up the mystery bounty, Amanda Botfield wants to know your take on evil mystery bounties. Have you have you heard of this idea? uh yeah i mean i know it's been you know it's been discussed on twitter sort of like having like a mystery bound like a, a mystery bounty tournament where like like you could pull up a, um an envelope and get zero or, or like a you know so, or something something that you would you definitely wouldn't want to have i don't know if that's really fair to be honest i mean it's kind of it'd be kind of more fun in the higher buying events i would think you know because it's sort of like it's it's a smaller field and you know, I mean, they they like you know those the, the high rollers like to gamble a bit, and you know they wouldn't mind seeing some envelopes where there's zero or you know maybe something that's like one tenth of the buying or something crazy like that. And uh, but I, I mean, I, I don't think the recreational player would like to uh, make it through make it through the, uh, a huge, some huge deals and then you know get an envelope and get nothing. That'd be kind of disappointing. I agree. I so yeah, I think those are fun, but yeah, maybe. Maybe throw those in. That's a good idea. Throw those in the high stakes and let's penalize those guys. And, and yeah, they're not going to, it's not going to hurt them as much as if, like you said, if a recreational player did that. Right. Exactly. Or I mean, maybe, you know, maybe like a local card room, you know, like your local card room, wherever you are, you know, maybe that'd be kind of like a fun thing to do every once in a while just to 
because it's 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 local. It's not like you're traveling great distances to play the you know to play the event. And you know it'd be kind of you know for a laugh you could have like some zero bounties and fun stuff like that. Sure. So for people who are flying in, so the rec players who maybe aren't as uh, familiar, so it's going to be split between, like you said, the two properties. So where, do you have any suggestions on where where they should stay? Like if, I mean, if you, if you're not looking for you know like the huge upscale room or anything, like where would you would you recommend staying on site if you could? Uh, I mean, definitely staying at Bowie's. I'm, I'm sorry, why am I saying Bowie's? It's the Horseshoe now. It's the Horseshoe. Horseshoe uh, or Paris is probably the the very best, but you know there's. There's definitely options up and down the strip that, you know, if you, if you shop around, you could probably find something that's going to be in the price range that you want to pay. Um, you know, obviously, you know, booking online is you're probably going to be your best bet. And, you know, you can hopefully find some deals and hopefully avoid some weekends where there's going to be, or there may be some other events that will sort of spike the prices of, uh, of rooms. And you know, like one of the things I noticed um, that was announced yesterday was that the, uh, kind of cat champions league uh semi-finals and finals are going to be the weekend of the monster stack event which is you know monster stack is going to be a pretty huge field but you know if you're if you're thinking about playing that event you probably should reserve rooms now while you can and you know because you know the, those games are going to be played at league and stadium and those they're you're going to probably going to see like 78 i mean however you're going to sell out they're going to sell out easily so vegas is going to be popping rooms are going to be hard to get so get get booking is what you're saying all right, I just want to warn you, Kev's mic, for some reason, kind of gets a little, little bit uh, choppy here, but it does improve, so stick with it, and uh, the quality will pick up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if, if you're planning on going, I would definitely have, you know, you know, book your reservation, book your flights, book your hotel rooms. I would definitely do all of that. If the sooner, the better. Okay, sounds good. When when people show up there, like, do you recommend them? I know you can register some online. So, do you recommend registering online or just showing up with cash? Or like, what are the the best options for first timers going down there? Uh, well, the, the first of all, the first uh, I would suggest that they have to get their players their season's rewards card first because you're going to need that to register anyway. So, if you haven't been to, if you haven't been to Vegas or been to a season's property, you're going to need to get a player's card first. So, to get that out of the way, and then. You know, like we said, you would, you could register now. There's option, you know, the registration online will be available, like it has been the past few years. But uh, the online process, online registration will not be available probably until early May. Uh, so you know, and there's some people, you know, they all, you know, which is you can use your bank account, you can use your credit card. Uh, you know, but, but people don't really want to pay fees, and which I can understand. You know, fees are sort of the the um, the one thing that kind of annoys people about the online registration process, even though there's there's benefits to that, like avoiding a lot of very long lines. Now, if you want to just show up and pay, with, you know, with, the, uh, with your U.S. dollars, uh, registration will be open twenty four seven in the Paris in the uh, in Paris. That's the one place where you could. That's the only place at the WSP you can register. Okay. So uh, you you know, and that's going to be open twenty four seven starting on the morning of May thirtieth. So if you're if you're hoping to play a weekend event, you know if you fly on Friday, you know it's probably best you know get your get your room situated and all that, and then come to, come to Paris and register you know in the evening or overnight. Because if you think you're going to be playing, if you show up like a you know and another thing to bring, to note this here is a lot of tournaments are going to start at 10 a.m. So if you um, if you're thinking you're going to show up at 9:30 to play a tournament and get your seat at 10 o'clock, it's I'd say it's very unlikely, especially if you're going to play these big weekend events and the, the smaller buying events, 
those were the events that draw the biggest deals and then most people will show up that day to register and they 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 wonder why they're waiting an hour plus in line to register so then they're going to be posting photos complaining on twitter but had they just pre-registered like you said then they'd be playing right but i mean you know there's people and i mean i can understand you know sometimes they you know they're they're flying in that morning or whatever and i mean i can understand but it's sort of like there there are options available for people who don't want to stand in a very long line and that's uh you know i guess you know you know some people like to take advantage of that and other people they just they just want fly by the seat of their pants and just show you know like at 10 o'clock sure yeah uh, so yeah, that's poker players for sure. Some of them. Um, so do you know? Do you know if you can get that Caesar's card online? Like, can somebody from from a different country can they register, sign that up, or do you have to be there to? to well, you have to be there. You have to be on the, on the Caesar's property. Of course, you could if you're staying at a, you know like Caesar's Palace, Harris, Flamingo. You you can go to any, even at any of those properties get the Caesar's Rewards card that you'll need. Okay, and uh, if you're gonna play multiple. Sorry, if you're going to play multiple events, are you able to go and read, like you said, go 24 hours to Paris and register for all of them at one time? Like, can you do yes. that? Yes, you can. Yeah, as long as you have all the funds to pay for all the buy-ins, you can certainly register for multiple events. And but you know, just make sure when you're registering that when you get your receipts, just to check your receipts at the cashier to make sure that you've registered for the correct events. Because there's definitely times when people register at that that's the summer buy. Let's say. Let's say there's like a like the Maja stack, and then there's like a fifteen hundred dollar Omaha eight. And sometimes, you know, the information gets entered incorrectly. So it's always good to check the receipts at the cashier to make sure that you're registered for the events that you actually want to play. Okay, yeah, that's a good that's a good one. You don't want to sit down and be in the wrong event or not have or miss your event or something like that. So yeah, so that brings me to another question. Then Chris Robinson on Twitter wants to know, like, what are three things maybe that newbies to the series mess up that you've noticed that we can try to prevent this time? Uh, I mean, I think, I mean, I, I brought up a couple of them already. So, like, the first thing is, you know, they think they can just show up with cash and, you know, just buy into the event. But they do need the, they do need the player's card. That's that's definitely the first thing you have to make sure you get done. And, you know, the second thing is, you know, like I said, register, they can just show up like, you know, an hour before, and they're going to be playing at the, at the scheduled start time. And that's, again, with, you know, the smaller buying events, that's going to be very unlikely. Um, and, you know, another thing is just not knowing, being not knowing all the information that's available. And there's plenty of information available on the WSP.com website. And, or especially if you go to WSP.com slash 2023, you know, you'll be able to find structure sheets. You'll be able to find out, you know, how long, you know, when, how long is like registration? When the dinner break is? How long you're playing each day? You know, there's a lot of information that people just just seem to be unaware of. And you know, I mean, I certainly do my best. You know, on the Twitter account, you know, to when I tweet about each day's events, you know, I put a, I put a, I, I uh, take a screenshot of the structure sheet. I include information in the tweet about this is when like registration ends. It's you know things like that. And so I mean, one of my things is I try to give as much information as possible. To the general audience, so that they so that they're not confused about what's going on, and you know sometimes people just don't just overlook it or forget or they think they know everything, and you know, sometimes and sometimes they uh, they're in for a rude awakening. That makes sense for sure. Okay, so check out the WSOP website so you know all the info. Check out your Twitter for sure. Okay, um, Poker Dave wanted to know if you're allowed to play 
other poker while you're playing? Like, can you play on your phone? Like, what's the rules there with WSOP? Can you play on your phone while you're playing in tournament? Uh, yes, you can play. Yes, yeah, there are several uh, online brace events each uh, each year. Usually, most of them are on our Sunday afternoons. And yes, you can play on WSP.com uh, from your phone or your tablet. Or, you know, some people bring out the laptop. That may be a little more inconvenient. You know, can't really have the laptop on the table while you're playing a poker tournament. But, you know, sometimes they'll, you know, they'll have a table off to the side and, you know, play play hands in between hands. So those it, they definitely encourage that. Um, I mean, playing on other, site, uh, other sites that are available, they're probably not going to be as happy about. But, uh, you know, definitely on WSP.com, that's... Uh, there there's definitely no problems with doing doing double duty on that okay are you allowed to play like so if you're in a hand like are you allowed to be on your phone mid-hand or is it just one hand when you're out or is it just kind of i mean it's basically you're not really supposed to be on your phone while you're in a hand i mean you know that's if you're even if you're, if you're playing online or just like you're on texting or whatever that's they they really don't want people to be doing that because you know there's various issues that have, that have come up you know people using solvers or people communicating, you know, texting or, you know, trying to get information about another player or things like that. And that they definitely, they definitely don't want to see people doing that to cause any sort of integrity issues. So try try to stay off the phone while you're in the hand itself. But exactly. when there's, there's cards in front of you, don't have your phone in front of you. Perfect. Love it. Yeah. Nothing worse than we, Hey buddy, your, your actions on you, right? And he's doing <laughs> something on his phone. Okay, Flow Junkie wants to know, can I sign up for more than one tournament at the same time? I think you answered that. Yes. And he, yes. And he added, so if I get caught bluffing, I don't have to stand in line again. Or is there a better way to avoid lines? I think we covered that. Also, can uh, I bring my dog? Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to the, the, the previous question. But yes, you could, I mean, you can register online. You could register online to re-enter. And um, for some events, you know, because... The WSP is going to be at Paris and Horseshoe, and some of some of you know sometimes you'll be registering in Paris and you'll have to go to Horseshoe. Which is another thing that I should point out because not all the all the tournaments are not inside of of of, of Paris. Sometimes you're going to have to make that walk because there's definitely people confused and you know they they register at Paris and think they're playing there, but no, you you you're going to have to walk to the other you know through the hallways into the other casino, and that's you know that that's definitely had its share of issues um from last year and i think you know i think they're going to try a little better this year to try to have for bigger events to have it inside uh have to have it register that uh i keep saying that register at paris and then play in paris but we'll see now they're you know going a little further there are some events where you could re-enter at the on they'll have a cage set up for re-entries only you can't register for events but if you played and busted you could instead of walking back, you know, walking back to uh, to Paris, they'll they'll have a cage set up for re-entries for select events that, that are taking place at Horseshoe. How how far is that? Why it's not a far walk, right? Like, like, like I mean, you know, I, I, it's like about five. I mean, it's about five to six minutes. I mean, you know, and that's certainly, um, you know, that can certainly be a bit inconvenient for some people. You know, if uh, you know you're not the you're not much of a walker, or you're you're. Uh, you have certain, you know, disabilities, or or if an older person. I mean, it's it's. I think that's that's one of the bigger issues is you know having to traverse between the two is definitely an issue. But you should be able to re-enter events online as well. So if you if you you you're going to have to if you want to register events online, you would have to register 
uh, through the uh, Bravo Poker Live system, and that information will be available again starting. Uh, it's probably gonna be, I would say, May one or early or early May when the registration process, the online registration process, will be available, and you can set up an account and uh, fund your account with your, you know, getting credit card, credit card, debit card, uh, ACH, etc. Okay, great. So. I think, what do you think, uh, how, what do you think of the change? Like, I think there's way more positives though, right? With the new location versus the Rio. Uh, yeah, I would definitely say, I mean, I, it definitely was a, uh, you know, there, there are a few issues with, you know, the temperature in some of the room, rooms at Horseshoe, but uh, that's, I mean, there was sort of some sort of growing pain. You know, it's, it's not like they've had a huge poker, a very large poker tournament like the WSOP. And, you know, there was definitely, there are definitely some kinks that I think they've, I think they've got some things uh, figured out for this year. Hopefully, uh, you know, there's going to be more TTLs coming out in the coming weeks, you know, or like, you know, the WSB starts 10 weeks from today. So there's going to be a lot more information that's going to be coming out to, that will hopefully um, address some of the problems from last year and uh, hopefully make the, you know, the uh, WSB even better than it was uh, last year. And, you know, I mean, people, you know, the Rio was a, a good property for the WSB itself for, for inside. You know where the terms are all held but again the issue was like the property wasn't really the greatest and i think you know and i think most people will uh what let's say will say the same thing you know the, these two properties are definitely uh much better than the rio was yeah and you have uh more people like just walking by casually and seeing hey what's going on here maybe wanting to hop in or if you bust you have you know there's this the strip is right there you have tons of hotels to to choose from you have way more food options um so yeah it seems like uh, definitely a smart move by the wsop for sure yes i would agree and you know and that's i think you know with with them eventually deciding to sell the rio it's it was sort of like it was inevitable that they would go onto the strip and you know they've had the horseshoe name for several years now so it was you know, you know it was in their best interest to sort of rebrand one of their properties and they decided it was going to be bowies that would be that would become the horseshoe and you know it's going to be you know, you know, the horseshoe is synonymous for the World Series of Poker for you know most of its most most of its history. So, you know, just going back to that name is is definitely a huge positive. Yeah, I think I seen on Twitter a picture of that they got the sign up now showing horseshoe. So that's pretty exciting. Definitely. Jessica on Twitter wants to know if you know will they be offering lots of low buy-in live satellites like daily? Uh, yes, there's definitely a, a lot more. There's going to be definitely satellites daily at the WSP. And, uh, you know, the, uh, if you go to the WSP.com slash 2023 page, there's, de there's a link to the schedule itself. And it's a very, it's a very extensive PDF. Like if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, you'll definitely see a, a slew of satellites that are available for, at, at all sorts of buy-in. So there's going to be, uh, for example, there's going to be three satellites daily. That's that'll be uh, 240, 580, and 135 dollars. That are daily satellites, and those can be awarding tournament buying credit, which is basically it's um in the previous years they. So this is this is one of those details that hasn't really been fully dis fully discussed. But in the past, if you won a satellite, you would get tournament buying chips, or what most people call them as lammers. Uh, this year, you know, and when you look at the, if you go to the schedule. They mentioned tournament buy-in credit, so it's basically they're going to put money on your card that will be used for tournament. So instead of having chips in your hand, you'll have basically your buy-in will be on your season rewards card, and you you can use that to 
clients that you can use that at the cashier or on you know online and that would basically take uh you know use that instead of having having it to uh, handle chips so that's definitely something it's um but yeah there's gonna be there's there's gonna be buyers uh salads as low as fifty dollars that will be that those those salads are gonna be for the gladiators poker but there'll be a uh, uh, fifty dollar buy-in. There's, you know, there's also a bunch of satellites that are going to be into the bigger buy-in events as well, uh, as well as daily deep stacks. You know, there's a lot of people that play the daily deep stacks as as sort of a satellite into a bigger event that they may, you know, if they run deep and, you know, get, you know, make a final table or you know, make a, get a huge cash, they'll use that money and just put that into a bigger event. And um, you know, and I know there's a lot of people that are going to be trying to satellite into the main event. You know, they've they've stated when they announce the schedule. That they want this to be the biggest, the largest main event field in history. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a pretty tough task, you know, being Jamie Cole there. But you know, GG Poker playing, you know, guaranteeing at least six hundred seats, uh, main event seats in the various satellites. And there will also be satellites running from July second through the seventh that are going to be from basically uh, buy-ins of one hundred forty-five dollars to twenty-one hundred dollars that will get you the ten thousand dollars in tournament buying credit to buy into the main event. Yeah, that's I, I think you're right. That's that's sounds like there's a ton of satellites. I played one on GG on Sunday. There was a lot of people playing those. And I think with poker, it seems to be booming everywhere. And I think with now, you know, we're a year more farther along out of COVID. So I do think I think it's going to be huge this year. I think you're right. I think it's going to it's going to be insane. So and I really liked how you mentioned the the daily deep stack. So that's another option for rec players that do want to come in. And that's a one day tournament with. And those have big payouts, right? Yeah, definitely. And you know, definitely, if you, you're thinking of like, um, yeah, especially you know, it's you know, there's uh, three price, there's uh, price points at two fifty, four hundred, and two hundred dollars. And you know, the two hundred fifty dollars tournaments, those are usually those are usually the biggest field, the biggest prize pools, and those are run daily at one o'clock now. What may happen is that, especially during the on the weekend events, you know, you, you may not be those may not be running because you know they're gonna, they're gonna they're gonna want people to play the big you know the uh, the bigger buying event because that's why more people can be interested in playing. And also, I should know that there are weekly. There's going to be weekly. There's a weekly horse the daily deep stack that's going to run Mondays for two hundred fifty dollars. And then there'll also be for those who are fifty and older. There's a two hundred. There's going to be a on Wednesday mornings. There's going to be a two hundred fifty dollar seniors deep stack for those uh, like me that are over that are fifty and over. Awesome. So yeah. So tons of options for 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 everyone. It'd be nice if they had a rookie event. Have they ever thought of that? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, that'd be kind of curious, you know, there are, you know, um, there are some, uh, locations that will run, uh, quote, rookies tournaments and they, their guideline is basically if you have $25,000 or less in, uh, reported earnings on the Hendemob, then you're eligible to play that event. That may be a little more difficult, uh, you know, if you want to use like WSP earnings or things like that, but it's, um, it, it, I, I would be kind of curious, interested in seeing if they could sort of like a one-off type of thing like someone who's never who's never actually played a wsp event you know if you know any of that not even uh any or any wsp brace event let me just make it a little more clear it would be kind of interesting to see you know how big of a field they can get with that and that would definitely be more suited for those who are recreational players you know they you know they consider like a thousand hour you know like a thousand hour buy event like, to be like a big deal yeah, I think that would be really fun. I, it might be really hard to to control or to make sure people who are eligible or whatnot. But if they could pull it off, I think that that would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. And maybe, I mean, 
you know, that's, you know, that's another reason they have the, you know, they, they should have information on players, you know, based on, you know, if they've got a season rewards card, you know, they should, it should show them register, register for events. So I would think they would have something, you know, there may be a privacy issue in there somewhere as well, but, um, but I, I could think, I would think they would be able to pull off something like that. I would think. Sure. Okay. Um, so do you have any, uh, plans like in the next one? You're in New York right now. So where are you headed next? Uh, no, my, my, I have, uh, no, my next trip is scheduled for, I, I fly to Vegas on the 26th of May. So that's going to be my next big, my, my next big traveling is to do that, is to go there and I'll be there for seven weeks. And, uh, I, you know, I look, it's, it's one of those things where you like, um, you know, you're traveling, you're sort of like, you're getting excited to the day, you know, to actually leaving. And then about halfway, you know, about three quarters away, you're sort of like, I want to go home now. And, uh, it's like that every year, but you know, it's like the main event's like one of those things that you, you sort of get excited for, even though you may not be in the best of spirits, but you know, just to being part of the main event is just such a, such a huge deal for poker. And that sort of gets everyone's spirits up. Yeah. I've never played the main event, but I've, you know, I've watched a lot of the kickoffs and, and everyone who's ever played it just says how amazing it is. Just like when the first hand is dealt and just the whole, you know, like, like you had said, when you even kicked it off before, it just sounds unbelievable. So hopefully a lot of people, a lot of listeners try to win a satellite or go down there and take some shots and, and fire it because it does seem like a bucket list event that everyone needs to play at least one time. And in with poker booming right now, now seems like the time to do it. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, like I said, like, you know, they, they definitely want to break the record this year. So they're going to, they'll, they're going to do as much as they can. You know, the, uh, another thing that I should bring up is, um, the weekend of May 20th and 21st, we're going to have something, they're having something called Main Event Mania, which is basically several uh, properties in the U.S., Canada, and around the world, they're going to have um, satellites into the main event. I, I know there's at least two in Canada. One is that playground, and the other one, I believe, is at uh, Deerfoot in Calgary. So, uh, if you, you know, again, if you go to wsp.com slash 2023, you'll, you'll, you'll see links for the main, for main event mania, and um, definitely, uh, check that out and see if there's anything in your area that will offer satellite set to for the main event oh i yeah i haven't heard that so that sounds awesome so main event mania and you mentioned yeah playground deerfoot deerfoot's only a few hour drive for me so that's something i could definitely uh get down to and yeah playground's amazing place i played there before and a ton of people love it so uh, you said what was it called wsop main event mania and all right. around the u.s yeah, yeah, there's going to be several. There's, it's it's mostly at um, it's mostly going to be at Caesar's properties uh, in the U.S. And then there's like a few. There's going to be um, I think uh, like I said, Deerfoot Playground. Uh, there's going to be a event in uh, Morocco. I believe Kings and Rosbluff is going to have one. Dust till dawn. Uh, I believe there's also going to be one in France, if I remember correctly. But uh, like if you go to if you go to the website. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'll give you a better URL, wsp.com slash main event. And you'll see, you know, again, as it gets closer, it'll show you, it'll show you all the locations in the U.S. and outside the U.S. that are going to be having, um, made the main event, the main event mania. That again, is awesome. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, they, like I said, it's, it, they're going, they're doing everything they can to get, you know, I, I think they want to get at least nine, you know, 9,000 plus and, 9,000 plus players into the main event, which would be, you know, that would be awesome in itself. Wow. Sounds amazing. Sounds like they're doing big things. And uh, yeah, I think uh, everyone should try to definitely get there. It sounds like it's going to be awesome. Um, so yeah, thanks, Kev. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to uh, to chat with us and give some tips. I think there was a lot of good info there. And uh, 
hopefully a lot of us run in and say hey to you or uh, check in on Twitter in the with the when you're running it in the, for the WSOP. Yeah, I, I, I look. I'm happy to talk with you. And you know, if uh, you know if anyone has questions, ask me. In the meantime, you know, always I'm 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 on Twitter pretty constantly at KevMath. So uh, feel free, and I'll do my best to answer them as quickly as possible. Perfect. That's great. And I'll put your links in on our uh, the description here as well. So yeah, check Ke- at KevMath out on Twitter, and he'll help, be glad to help you out. So thanks, Kevin. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Colin, and I look forward to hopefully to see you in uh, Vegas. Yeah, I will come find you. I'm planning definitely going this this year, and I'm not sure exactly when, but uh, clearly with the wife, and I have extra time saved up from COVID. Like during COVID, my holidays kind of built up at work, so I never played the main because it's always in the summer, and I have a family, and we're always doing stuff. And you know, you get, but now I have been there. I get got an extra week as a holiday. And I got COVID holidays backed up, so I got the time. So I got no excuses. So I got to get there this summer. So I'll come find you for sure. Sounds good. I, I look. I look forward to meeting you in person. Awesome. Okay. Thanks, man. All right, and now it's time for my tournament of the week. This is a high value tournament. I think we should all be playing. If you've been playing poker online, you've definitely heard of the Sunday Million on Poker Stars. It's one of those events every player dreams of going deep in. This Sunday, March 26th, is the 17th anniversary of it, and they put a $7.5 million guarantee on it, including $1 million for first. It's $215 to enter, but I see a ton of cheap satellites being offered, so I'd recommend trying to get in as cheap as possible. This is the one Vanessa Cade won two years ago, and I think her life has totally changed since then, so maybe you'll be the next Sunday Million winner. But like I said, try to get in cheap, and uh, let me know if you run deep. All right, that's a wrap on episode five of All In with Colin. Please follow the podcast, and if you enjoyed it, tell a friend to check it out. And I'll be back next week with an all-new episode. I, I should, you know, there was one question I, I forgot to answer, and there have definitely been instances of people bringing their dogs oh. to the table. Uh, I mean, you know, it's probably cuter if it's a smaller dog, to be honest, but, you know, you don't bring your, like, uh, St. Bernard or whatever, that would, uh, that, that, would, that would be cool, but, you know, I mean, I've seen people bring dogs. Okay, so bring a little dog, but definitely not yeah. a big one. Well, I mean, you know, it, that would probably be better, but, you know, yeah. Women bring their dogs. You know, if it's it's a limited amount, it works better. But makes sense.